Sounds like the king is in the building. Come on. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. And watching Daily Jazz Advice coming at you. Now you're watching because we're on the YouTubes today. Back on the YouTubes. We get excited. We get dressed up. You get your special Waldo hat (laughs) out. And um, I get my my fancy shirt. Come on. That's how we do it, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to to Google. (laughs) Google. (laughs) Keep on Googling. Keep on on taking over the world in a very slightly demonic way, I might add. Uh, So we're doing this episode because if you Google Blue Scale... You get a variety of quality uh, advice. Really? There's, well, yeah. I mean, by variety, I mean like a <laughs> smattering of different kinds of quality about the blue scale. Okay. Yeah. Any kind of mental health advice? I'm thinking it could be, or is it all strictly musical, the blues, like how to combat the blues or something? I wouldn't call all of it musical, <laughs> but it does right. It does deal with music. Uh, but we wanted to kind of give our take on the blue scale. We've been doing like a series of scale discussions. Right. I don't know if you remember it. Well, I remember What the Hell, the What the Hell series. No, I'm talking about like the Altered States scale. Of course. That's one of our award winners. The Don't Diminish Me Diminish scale. That's right. And then there was the Don't Sleep on the some Ionian thing or something, right? Yeah. yeah, Well, there's the Lydian Dominant, which... uh, we dom- ended up dominating us in the end. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so today we thought we'd talk about the blues scale. So there's a lot to talk about with the blues scale. There is a lot. And uh, the first thing we should probably answer is what the hell is it? What the hell is the blues scale? Well, there's a little dispute on that. This well, is going to be fun. We're going to have a little controversy. We love bringing the controversy to the YouTubes. Yeah, you know. As uh, it were. There's been some recent blog posts by some very famous musicians about the blues scale's origins, where it came from, and what exactly it is. Uh, commonly... It's known as this scale. Like, that's where we've all kind of landed with it in the late 20th century to now, right? That's what we consider when, when musicians talk amongst themselves about what is the blues scale. That's the first thing that comes up. Yeah. Correct? Would you One, agree? One, two, three, four, five, six note scale. Yeah. yeah. So in the key of C, it's C, E flat, F, F sharp, G flat, G, B flat, and then yes. we're back at C. That's the way I learned it. Me too. And it's that sound, right? You get that sound. It's it's the it's the first way that when you're like a middle school musician, you oh. want to sound hip. But you, you learn but, that blues scale. You just oh, lean man. into it the whole time. Oh, man. Not knowing anything about life or phrasing or man. anything. Ignorance is bliss for sure. You've for never show. had the blues once in your life. No, no. And you're just leaning into that blue note. I play the suburban blues, baby. I like the suburbs, baby. It's one yeah. step off from like a, the classical musician body. I'm a jazz person. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, I'm going to love you like nobody loves you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but when done right, the blues scale can be such an effective tool. Of course. And it doesn't have to be... It's one of those things that, like, it's like rhythm or anything else that it doesn't have to... You don't have to complicate the blues scale. The blues scale just it, it exists with its own set of functions and and sounds, and it just is a beautiful thing when done right. That's right. You don't have to complicate it, but let's get into the complexities. I'm, ready, I'm, ready, <laughs> I'm ready to try. It's my best. Yeah, okay, so... Um, is it too early in the episode for me to bring out the secret blue scale? No, I love I think, the secret blue scale. I think this is the first step. A lot of you probably, if you've if you've been googling the blue scale, you know that first one we talked about. But there is what we've called the secret blue scale, which is really not a secret. <laughs> it's not a secret. We've done videos on it before, but so yeah, it's just adding the major third to yep. the to the uh, the aforementioned blue scale. So we're going. 
One minor three, major three. You know, is that even sing. legal? Fourth, yeah. flatted fifth, yep. fifth, uh-huh. dominant seventh, root. Okay. <laughs> root. So, may I add one more secret note to this? Yes. Secret scale. We already. <laughs> don't, don't I away. the fir- the uh, the next note you can add. So you just added that E natural in. Which I think is a, the first note you should add into yeah. what everybody considers the blue scale. But I would also argue that between the B flat and the C, you can add that. That's just a that. passing tone. Come on, man. You, can't just, oh, you know what? Let me add a couple notes. All right. Wait, so you're saying that... That's the chromatic scale. Okay, all right. So you're saying that that B, you wouldn't lean into that like you could lean into the... I got the blues, baby, baby, okay. no, baby, you know baby. What? I'm, I don't know. You've changed my mind. That is a fair point. But well, no, I that's mean, a fair point. No, you could put it in, of course, we, and we do put it in. But it really, it, I, I feel like it doesn't have the quality in terms of leaning in that the major. Third okay, you know what? I'm I'm going to. You've changed me on this. Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you hop along to anything, of course. Look at the way your hips are moving. Of course, it's going to sound lame. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, okay. So we won't we won't add that second secret in. But that E natural is a great note to lean on in almost any situation. Maybe not like because you could use the blues scale. Oh, we'll get into this. Where can you use it? You could use it over a dominant chord. Blues. You could use it over a minor seven chord. You could use it over a major seven chord. Yeah. In the right context, kind of has that blues connotation. To it. You can use it over just about anything. Yes. There's nothing you can't use it over if you are doing it the right way. Well. Well, let's get into an area you shouldn't. Maybe yeah, you can use it, but let's talk about some areas you shouldn't use it. Okay, go for it. some scales. So we're we're doing C blues, and then we go to F seven. Should we use an F blues scale? Uh, that's a big hell no. Hell no. Nah. Although you know what, I I've been such a big proponent of not doing this. I actually did this the other day, and quite to my delight, it sounded I. Okay, so, so but it was an exception to the rule. We're gonna get into this later because I have a whole I have a whole uh, system for this. But you you okay. go ahead with your yeah. So um, down here we go to the four chord. Am I getting oh, am I getting ahead of myself? No no no. Okay. So we stay on that C blues. We stay on the C blues go because it's a really it's a sound. It's right. a vibe that's so closely related to the tonic of the blues and that's really what the blues is about like we we, we kind of get so far away from from a musical standpoint you know from the blues sound over this dominant and the, the brilliance of the blues and what it's done to the world of music is about that it's about a kind of a tonic sound i mean a dominant sound over the one over the tonic yeah, which yeah. normally you wouldn't think because it's supposed to lead somewhere it's and both, it does lead somewhere it does we're still on that blues. Scale. It's both major and minor. Yeah. It's both the dark and the light. It's it's an amazing tool. It's always darkest before dawn, baby. It's incredible. And that's why actually, you know, with your secret note there, that major third, even if you're playing a minor. Yeah. It's bluesy. It's bluesy AF. That's an E natural over a minor chord. Not just as a passing tone either. No. And it sounds dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't sleep on that secret note of the, the blue scale. Definitely don't do the B natural. No, the B natural is fine. <laughs> I just can we talk about can we talk about some fingering issues that maybe pianists? But no. I, I don't even think this is a piano issue. We get asked a lot about uh, piano fingerings for scales and things. Yeah, and people are dying for the fingerings for all for the blue scale and all twelve keys. Yeah, but I always come back to I haven't really. I haven't really sussed this completely out because yeah. I'm still evolving on this, but 
this is not the blue scale is not a scale to be played in a linear fashion. No, and I think because you've got even with putting in some of this the the E or even the B, you're you've got these big breaks where like thirds are already built into it. Yeah. So like normally when we're talking about fingering, even of like um, you know like a diminished scale. It's a linear scale. There's, it's all whole steps or half steps. Yeah. Um, if you play thirds, you break it up. You'd have a different kind of fingering pattern right. going. But with the blue scale, it starts out there. Yeah. You wouldn't like skip. It's notes already got a shape in it. Blue scale. You wouldn't build chords necessarily off the blue scale. It's my blues chord, baby. I mean, the closest you get is bluesy double stops. Yeah. Hashtag bluesy double stops. Check out our episode on that. But it's not it's not treated like you said the diminished scale where you can like practice in thirds yeah. or broken fifths, you know? This is not like that. This is more I think of this and I've been teaching this now with our students to think about this not in a linear fashion of like what's the right fingering to do this in every key. Cuz yeah. how often do you do that? I know. You know, really what you're talking about is little zones, right? Yeah. So think about it with your thumb um, rooted to the C with your thumb on the F. Yeah. With your thumb on the G. Then Absolutely. go through the keys like that. So how does that work in E flat? Like, you know, for the piano, E flat is tricky. You got to kind of anchor your thumb on the E flat. Yep. And there's zones again. You can anchor your thumb on the G flat. On the D flat. Yep. Like you need to get con- comfortable with where your hand fits on this scale. It's probably more crucial with the blue scale than any other scale. How does the shape of your hand? And your physiology line up with how this sounds. And yep. what are the sounds that when you transcribe people playing the blues scale, can you get thinking about how how your your thumb is anchored to, if you're on piano, how your thumb is anchored to one of those notes? Yep. And then I would say when you're doing, um, when you're using the, the major third with the secret blues scale, you can think about from a fingering standpoint, it's a chromatic scale is what happens because you got the minor third, major third, yeah. fourth. And that's why, you know, having a good fingering on your instrument um, over the chromatic scale, like, becomes one of the most important assets, technically, that you can apply to these sounds. All right, so we know that we can use the blues scale, just the one C blues scale, over a C blues, right? Yeah. Stay in there. Stay there, baby. Even on the five. But what are our other options? Now, we're going to go into some territory, which I like to call... Things that Peter plays that he doesn't even know he's playing. Uh, but this is also something that I kind of picked up from our buddy Warren Wolf, who did a course for us and talked about what he called the major blues scale, which yeah. I'd never heard of before. No. And he was acting like it was like yeah, like, like, like scientific facts. Yeah, like this like what a, they teach at Berkeley or something, you know? <laughs> this was a signed treaty in Boston. But this is something that I recognize you and you're playing. This is definitely something that I use all the time. And it's using notes from the blues scale that's a, the, in the relative minor. So if we're in C... You know, that has that E-flat in it and, of course, has more of a minor sound. Uh, Warren was talking about using the A blues scale. And it gets you that sound. Yeah. That's what he meant by the major blues scale. Yeah. So, so the, the foundation of the scale is A. It's an A blues right. scale without the secret. Without that secret, yeah. And you can use that again on that F. Now, something I, I, I've heard some St. Louis blues guitarists do is when they get to that five chord, they use the G major blues scale. Yeah. And then back to what they really do is... And then... 
Back to the, yeah, yeah. Back to that C regular blues scale. Yeah. So that major blues scale, which is the blues scale based off of the relative minor in C, it's A. Warren was talking about how he, and you could hear this in a lot of players, interchanges these together. Those are using those two in the same way. Now, I think you probably probably think of the major blues scale more in a pentatonic way. That's how I hear you using yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's it's interesting to have those two different thoughts of like, oh, these are relative blues scales, the C and the A. Because you get some of those same shapes. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my, I think my thing with the pentatonic, um, it almost becomes like the blues scale... Or you know you're taking parts of it to to apply the blue sound say to the end of a phrase that's coming out of a pentatonic situation. Absolutely. You know, so it's like so you know. So there's just like a little hint at it at the end to keep it from being I am all angular and pentatonic. Well, you know? and you can also use because so many of the notes are the same. And this is kind of like uh, we we've heard that that we we overuse this when we when we play yeah uh, on these podcasts. But I I have no apologies for overusing the blue scale at all because I think it's great. But even if you're playing like a great American song songbook standard. Oh come on. You know, throwing that blue scale BBs. as exactly throwing that blue scale in as your final phrase yeah. of a chorus or a solo, that brings that audience in in a way that is impossible to do in any other way. You know what I mean? Like that, so solid. And, yeah, and is like my people. Come yeah, with me. exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's a real. It's it's like a it's like a a welcome mat. You I know, it, come on into the blues, it's warm and fuzzy. And it can be. There's so many different levels that you can do it. Like that was pretty overt, but it could also just be. I mean, just the minor third to major third gives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then, no, yeah. But then, imagine like. But then it's like. All I can hear is like Sean Jones and being like. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. something like that. I think it could be a really effective tool. You don't like anything. You can overuse it for sure. Oh yeah, we've been told that. I mean, <laughs> if we have one fault, it's that we overuse the blues scale. <laughs> no, we're I... too funny. We're, we love our audience too much. <laughs> so, okay, I got another one for you. What, what do you know about blue scale layered in to the tapestry we call bebop? Well, I know it's an important part of bebop. Exactly. Because you, I mean, think about your innovators in bebop and really the originators, the developers of the vernacular of bebop. A gentleman out of Kansas City. Uh, is Kansas City a blues town? What? It might they, be. They know a little something about a blues. Bit, a Charles bit. Parker. So, you know, the idea is like... Um, You know, you can sneak it in in ways. So this is like over A flat, even though I'm going to the D yeah. flat. Same thing, like you're thinking kind of tonic because the tune, you know, is A flat. It's it's you, hard to find a, a bebop solo from Charlie Parker that doesn't have the blues count. Oh, yeah, yeah. very, very bluesy. Blue, uh, bird with strings, all those beautiful ballads. Yeah. A lot of blues vernacular. It just it just fits well. Um, and then you think about like, you know, Ornette Coleman a lot of like very interesting applications within kind of you know less tonal center stuff but very blues based he's a blues musician or he knows the blue scale yeah. and he, I, i'm starting to think he might have known the blue the secret blue scale cold strain too he didn't think about it as corny as i do but you know <laughs> uh 
so that's that. So so the blue scale. That's that. Blue scale. That's that. We, we got told it. you. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> All right, Google, don't do, do your, it. <laughs> do your magic, Google. Don't do any more. Don't do any less. No. Remember the secret note using that major third. Remember the relative minor blue scale and how you can use both of those interchanged. Uh, remember how it's used in bebop, and those are kind of the key points to it. I think. I think. I think we've covered some good ground here. I think we've fought the good fight for this blue. Scale. We have. We, yeah. yeah. We'll see if Google picks up on it, but um, maybe in a week we'll come back and search. Uh, what did you search? The blue uh, blue scale or the blue scale? Yeah, the blue scale. Oh, also remember, it's not a linear scale. Don't treat it like a major no. scale or a diminished scale. It is. Let's talk about a few ways. Yeah, let's, let's look into some what not to do's. What not? Because we want to go out on a negative. So note. I have heard this done once in a great way. And it was Benny Green, and he just like he basically <laughs> stared down the audience and was like, "I'm Benny Green, and I can play this, and you're gonna love it." And that's we right. all did. That's right. And just played the blues scale straight down. But you're not. That's not going to be the the way that is most effective. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm thinking too. I've I've definitely heard some Oscar Peterson. He might have got that from where he just flies through it so fast. For sure. But it's like there's so much happening there, you don't even quite notice it. For sure. Um. So those are ways you can get away with doing it. But let's talk about another way that you should not do it. Like with the skippy scappy sing songy. You shouldn't do it. Skippy scappy linear playing with it. Treat it as little zones that you can create melodies out of, and it's going to be way more handy. But even if you were to mix it up in in a zone. But that still sounds. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound good. Oh, you like that? You like that big guy? I don't. Again, if I watch your hips, it doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so if I just do. It's a little better. I'll be honest. <laughs> you like it? A little bit better. Come play at my blues house, oh my yeah, God. baby. No, okay, but but yeah, if you take that little little skippity scop, I can stay in one zone and just be fine. Yeah, because you're playing. You're not doing what I did. I'm talking about things not to do. Yeah, not exactly. Hip stuff. Yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah play hip play ribbons, hip. R- yeah. rhythms, obviously. Drop down and give me ten ways not to play the blue <laughs> scale, son. That's right. Okay, uh, something maybe not to do is to change the blue scale depending on the chord. Whatever yeah. key you're in. I mean, we talked about some options about the major blues scale. Yeah. And then on the blues itself, that five, you can use that major blues scale, like a G major blues scale. On the five chord, sounds good. But it's good. hard if you go to the four and you use the four. That doesn't work very well. and It's, so, it's almost a no bueno situation. Yeah, you kind of have to have an advanced level of, of, of dealing with this for a while to D- get to that point. difficulty 11. If you're just starting out with the blues scale, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? You talking to me? You know what I'm talking about? Talking to me? Always. Okay. But uh, but just keep it in the on that one blue scale. Maybe throw in that major blue scale experiment. Uh, but don't try to, as you said, when the blues goes from C7 to the next chord, the four no. chord, don't go to the F7 no. blue scale. No. It doesn't really work. One last uh, negative thing I want to, not negative, but just think not no, to No, let's do. go negative. <laughs> and look, and these are things that when you're learning, you kind of do them, and then you're like, well, I don't sound good. That's fine. You know, we're always For trying sure. to develop, but this... Definitely not this. Can you stop, please? Am I driving no, you, you crazy? Stop. I don't know something about that. I mean, can you do like and then jump up? Yeah, maybe, but I don't know something. No bueno. No bueno. Well, till tomorrow, you'll hear it. <laughs>